Good morning, everybody. It's September 8th, uh, Sunday morning, and week three of Indiana High School football uh, ended on Friday night. Week two of college football was last night, and there were some good games last night and through the day. Uh, we'll catch up on that in a little bit. NFL, full slate of games today, a couple games tomorrow night. So uh, it's been a fun weekend, and hopefully NFL uh, gives us a good week one, and uh, we'll all be watching our fantasy football teams. So in week three of uh, Indiana High School football in the Mid-Eastern Conference, number five, Minner Central out of Randolph County, went to number three, Adams Central, and Minner Central lost by a score of 21-13. to 13. It was a tough game for Minner Central. They were right there the whole game. Uh, they were in striking distance. Uh, never got out of control or anything. They even had some changes at the end. Just a few turnovers cost them the game. Uh, Minner Central had 26 carries for 112 yards and one touchdown. Had a couple fumbles. They lost one of those. Uh, Minner Central's Jackson Allum was 16 of 24, 174 yards, one touchdown. Threw a couple interceptions. Um, you know, it was his toughest game of the year. He's a young kid. He's having a great season. Uh, he'll bounce back just fine. And uh, he's been putting up some good numbers for for a 1A football. Adam Central had 40 carries, 141 yards, one touchdown, uh, 7 of 11 passing for 153 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. So Minner Central, uh, they, they both had similar numbers. Uh, it looks like Minner Central kind of held them rushing-wise, uh, but Adam Central held them too. So it was real tight, and uh, that, that reflects the score right there, just a couple turnovers. Uh, by Minnesota Central. Otherwise, maybe they could have pulled that out. Uh, so they go to 0-4 versus Adam Central all time. Tough loss, and uh, they'll be looking to bounce back. And Minnesota Central will have another tough one in a couple weeks versus uh, South Adams. Uh, also in that conference, Westdale 30, Park Tudor 3, Eastern Hancock 48, uh, Fountain Central 0, and Shenandoah picks up their first win. We'll talk about them in a second. And the TEC, Winchester 14, Northeastern 27, a tough loss for Winchester. Uh, they were looking to kind of take control of the TEC there with a big win over Northeastern. Northeastern always prevails versus Winchester, always a close one. And uh, they, they steal a lot of those wins from us Winchester folks. Uh, Hagerstown 14, Union City 0. So Randolph County, tough Friday night. They go 0-3. Uh, all three of those teams will look to bounce back next week. Knightstown, 52, Union County, 7. Like we said a minute ago, Shenandoah, first one of the year, 20. Centerville, 6. Try 24. Lincoln, 6. Northeastern is 3-0 in the TEC, and they're at the top. Uh, number 4, South Adams, 41. Bluffton, 0. Number 14, Shenandoah, 50. Try Central, 19. Number 13, LaPel goes to 3-0 in the season uh, with a 20 to 15 victory over number 15, North Decatur. Cole Alexander, another three touchdowns. He's having a great senior season. He's looking to lead them. Um, I believe I'll go watch them next week as they they play Shenandoah. Should be a great game. On to the Metropolitan Conference. Uh, Warren Central's in first place of this conference. Um, and they won 28-7 to last or Friday night versus North Central. Randy Wells and Demarcus Brown led those guys. Uh, ben Davis, 35. Pike, 34. Number 13, Carmel, 20. Number 9, Center Grove, 14. Uh, Center Grove's 0-3 now as Carmel beats them 20-14. to And uh, Center Grove's tough. I would not want to play them uh, the rest of the season. They're going to be tough out, and they're still waiting on their best running back to return. 
Carmel had five sacks and caused four turnovers overall. Just a great, great defensive effort from Carmel. Uh, Dylan Downing had 115 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Number 13 and 6A Lawrence Central beat Lawrence North 41-31. Both those teams are ranked in the top 15. Lawrence Central continues to beat their rival Lawrence North. I believe that's 15 straight for them. That was in Lucas Oil, so that was exciting for those kids. On to the Hoosier Heritage Conference. Uh, you got Delta, Mount Vernon, New Pound, Pelton Heights all at the top of the conference so far. It's going to be a tight race. Uh, New Pound's really good, though. Number 10, Delta won 85-0 over Shelbyville. Just an unbelievable score. It was 70-0 at halftime. Number 18 in 4A, Mount Vernon, 32. Greenfield, 8. Uh, number 1, New Pound, 55. Number 10 and 3A, Yorktown, 19. So New Power wins that one, 55-19. I went to that game. I had uh, I wanted to see Charlie Spiegel break the record, and uh, that's exactly what he did on the second carry of the game for nine yards. His first carry was three yards, so he got his 12 yards in the first two carries. I marked him down as uh, 20 carries, 184 yards, four touchdowns for the senior Charlie Spiegel, and uh, he's going to continue to crush the rushing record. Uh, he has 8,283 yards right now. He's going to be well over 9,000 and because uh, he's right around 200 yards every game. And it was cool just to see him break the record. Um, the Elwood kid that he broke the record, he was there and handed him the ball of the rushing record, and they did a little thing. Uh, I posted a video on my Facebook page, and uh, it was a cool moment. He also broke the record um, or moves into fifth, in the state's career scoring list with 788 points. So he moves into fifth place of that after breaking the rushing record uh, earlier in the game. So he's just racking up points, racking up yards, and uh, it's just incredible to watch. Uh, uh, Pendleton Heights, 26, Newcastle, 7. Uh, Camden Early, uh, big game. He had 16 carries, 196 yards, 4 touchdowns. Um, he called in because he's had a couple big games. I want to talk to him because Pendleton Heights has won two in a row, and he's been rushing for three, four touchdowns over 170 yards the last couple games. And so I want to catch up, see what's been working for them in Pendleton Heights. All right, I am here with Camden Early, a senior running back from Pendleton Heights. Uh, appreciate your time, Camden. No problem. Uh, so, kind of tell me uh, what's been working for you guys the last few games. You, you dropped the first game to Miss Senawal 26-21, which is a tough way to start the season. Then you guys bounced back the next week versus Anderson. You guys went 35-3, to and you dominate. And then last night against Newcastle, you guys went 26-7. So, you're sitting at 2-1, two, two big wins after a tough loss. And the last two games, something's clicking for you guys. And what, what seems to be working? I definitely think in our first game, uh, we had some inexperience on varsity like Friday nights, and uh, I think we came out flat in the first half, and then uh, we really stepped it up in the second half and started to compete with Mississippi. And uh, it was just kind of too late in that game, so it was kind of disappointing to lose our first game um, at home. But um, I think we competed very well. And then in uh, Anderson, uh, we kind of stepped it up a little bit. We still came out flat in the first quarter for sure. Didn't really score on the first drive like we were playing it to. And, uh, and uh, uh, last night's game, uh, we 
I think we came out pretty strong and we're ready to play and we smacked Newcastle in the mouth pretty much right from the get-go and we um, we really uh, worked hard this week our O-line worked pretty good and uh, I really didn't get touched much in the first few runs like in the first quarter I got hit but then um, once we started rolling we really did well and I can take my O-line starting with Miller Smith and Kate Campbell and Tristan Bragg, those guys up front really did a great job. Are you guys um, pretty experienced on the O-line this year, or did you have to fill in some for some seniors that you lost last year, or how's that looking? I'd say we are pretty experienced at our O-line. Okay. There, there's a few rotators that um, are new, but they're definitely getting the job done. So the O-line, some of your good friends, right? Ones that keep you clean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you travel to Greenfield Central next week, or you play Greenfield Central next week, um, and then your your schedule gets pretty tough because you got New Pal, you got Mount Vernon, and uh, Delta, like all three right in a row after Greenfield Central. So you guys are going to have to hopefully be healthy and uh, feeling good. It's going to be a tough stretch of games. Um, you guys think that you, you can hopefully sneak away with a few wins there just to get out of there and uh, feel good about yourselves. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, this week is going to be different facing uh, Greenfield. Um, Newcastle was definitely pass-heavy, so our uh, game plan for Greenfield is going to be a little different. We're going to have to step it up in the inside, and our uh, DBs are going to have to still be ready for a pass, but definitely Greenfield's uh, more run-heavy offense. Uh, but we'll definitely be ready for it, and uh, I think we'll come out strong, especially since it's going to be homecoming. Uh, we're going to be ready to play. Okay, it's homecoming. Huge excitement for the fans and a lot of students are going to be there, hopefully, and we're just going to have a fun, fun time. Alright, so it's your last homecoming game, right? Yes, sir. Alright, that'll be fun then. So, do you play defense? Uh, yes, sir. You safety or corner? I'm a corner. Corner, okay. They have you listed at 5'8". Uh, you kind of carry a chip on your shoulder being that small running back facing some of those linebackers and defensive line that you guys have to go against because you face some pretty good teams like New Pal coming up. They're pretty big guys. Uh, I, th- I think uh, I think I'm doing all right for my height. Uh, I don't I don't know how much that affects uh, running backs, but uh, corner can sometimes be difficult if you're going against someone like someone on our team like Tristan Ross, six five who can go up and get the ball, but it really just starts off with a jam, and uh, I think I think I handle it pretty well. All right. So, so far this year, you got uh, 52 carries for almost 500 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, all of last year, you had 791 yards and 10 touchdowns, so you're off to a heck of a start. Uh, seem to be kind of the guy that's carrying the load for Pelton Heights, and uh, you enjoying that so far? Because last year, you guys passed a little more, right? Because you had a good quarterback uh, and yeah, you had a... We had a good player, uh, but we're definitely, we're definitely doing, um, we're doing good. Uh, I, I can say that my stats look good, but that's just because the front O-line is just doing so good. Like last night, there was at least two rounds where I scored and didn't, didn't get a finger touched on me. Like I was, I was thankful for that and, uh, they're doing a great job, but it's, it's really all accredited to them. Yeah, that's good. You're off to a good start. 
your sophomore year you went seven and four, and your junior year you went seven and three. Uh, so hopefully you guys can eclipse that seven win mark and uh, get a couple wins in the sectional, and uh, you know make the community excited and uh, kind of rally everyone together there. Yeah, that's the plan. And uh, I've said this before, but we're we're building something here. We're building a program and a culture here. So we're stepping up. Like I said in the first game, we came out a little flat, but we are stepping up and filling in shoes. You like Coach Richmond a lot? Oh, yeah. How many years have you been there? This will be his fourth year. Okay. Uh, my so, class started with him. Okay, so that's pretty cool then. You've been with him your whole time then. Yep. So you you guys are probably one of the favorite groups then. Here's day one. Uh, I guess you can say that. <laughs> he still makes you run though, right? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, are you playing other sports, Camden? Uh, I actually play all three: baseball, basketball, and football. Baseball, basketball, and football. Football, yes, football, your favorite? Uh, I I always say whatever I'm playing is my favorite <laughs> at the time. You're a good man. All right, dude. Hey, I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for coming on and talk to us. Uh, hopefully I can catch one of your games this year, and uh, you guys keep on winning. For sure. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Camden, for uh, calling in yesterday and talking to me. Uh, hopefully Pendleton Heights can keep gathering up some wins in that tough conference they're in. Uh, moving on to the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, number one in 6A Avon. They continue to roll. They won 35-27 to over number 15 Hamilton Southeastern. Hessen and Gall uh, hooked up for three touchdowns in that game. Number five, Brownsburg, 41. Number 17, 6A Franklin Central scored 14. So Brownsburg with the 41-14 win. Uh, Donovan Marcus, 21 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, ben Easters, Kansas commit, 14-19, 222 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he was hooking up with receiver Preston Terrell, 5 for 112 and two touchdowns for Terrell. Uh, number seven, Fishers. Uh, they scored 28-7 to over Noblesville. With the, so Fishers gathers another win in that conference. Uh, number 10 and 6A, Westfield. They won 51 to 24 over Zionsville. And Zionsville was they both were 2-0, so Westfield moves on to 3-0. Uh, Camden Simons, 15 carries, 134 yards, one touchdown. He was also 8 of 13, 140 yards passing with one touchdown. So Camden Simons continues to have a big year. Uh, he's a really solid quarterback that can run and pass. Uh, Jack Pfeiffer, running back for Westfield, had nine carries, 66 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Avon Fishers, Westfield, and Brownsburg all at the top of that conference. That's going to be a fun one to keep an eye on in the Hoosier Crossroads. Uh, Circle City Conference, uh, number eight team in 3A, Burbuff. They won 40-0 over Cardinal Ritter. Uh, number five, Garen Catholic, won 23-7 over Heritage Christian. And Bishop Shabtard put up 53 on Ron Colley with a 53-7 win Uh and on Friday night, and Bishop Chattard is number one in 3A, so they continue to roll and look good. Uh, number six in 4A, Marion, they bounced back with a 45-6 win over Kokomo after a tough loss at Lawrence North last week. Uh, so that was good for them to bounce back on that. Uh, there's your week three Indiana High School football uh, recap. Uh, moving on to uh, college football, Ohio State. Uh, is ranked number fifth. They won 42-0 over Cincinnati. Justin Fields, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, and he threw for 224 yards. 
Uh, he continues to look good. J.K. Dobbins, 141 yards rushing, two touchdowns. That duo and the quarterback running back duo is just really tough over there at Ohio State. Number seven, Michigan. They about lost to Army at home uh, yesterday. They won 24 to 21 in double overtime. A win's a win, but it was ugly. Army's always tough. They hung right in there with that option offense. And I thought Harbaugh was about to be heading back to the NFL there for a few minutes because Army had them on the ropes. Also in the Big Ten, number 20, Iowa rolls right over Rutgers 30 to 0. Maryland upsets number 21, Syracuse, by the score of 63 to 20. Number 13, Utah, they won 35 to 17 over Max North. Northern Illinois. Uh, one of our games of the week, number one, Clemson. Uh, they won 24-10 to over Texas A&M. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had 268 yards, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Clemson pretty much controlled the beginning of that game and just kept the lead. Uh, Texas A&M scored a touchdown at the end of the game. Uh, their quarterback, Kellen Munn, was just not on. He was off. He, he torched Clemson last year. And uh, this year, he could not get anything going. Clemson's defense looked really good. Uh, Defensive line, linebackers, and then the secondary, they just controlled that whole game um, for some turnovers. And uh, they moved to 2-0 on the season and will keep their number one ranking going into next week. Uh, Number 17, Wisconsin. They dominate Central Michigan 61-0. Colorado upsets number 25, Nebraska, 34-31 in overtime. So that was another overtime game for the Big Ten Conference. Number two, Alabama, they roll easily. Number three, Georgia, they won easy yesterday. Number four, Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts, they continue to dominate. They moved to 2-0. Number number 11, Florida, wins 45-0. I thought this game would be a tough one for Central Florida. They're ranked number 18, but they roll right over Florida Atlantic, 48-17. Lane Kevin, disappointing loss there at home last night. Number 22, Washington State. They won 59-17. And uh, the other game of the week, number 6, LSU uh, beat number 9, Texas, 45-38. LSU has a quarterback that can throw. Watch out, SEC, because Burrow can throw the ball. 31-39, 471 yards, four touchdowns and one pick last night. Uh, If the defense can just play like it normally does, they run. Now Burrow can pass. Uh, LSU is going to give the SEC some fits, and uh, maybe they can actually challenge Bama uh, with the quarterback in Burrow. Ellinger for Texas, he was 31-47, 401 yards, four touchdowns. He had 60 rushing and also had a touchdown on the ground. Uh, so another big game for Ellinger just wasn't enough as the defense couldn't stop uh, LSU's quarterback, Burrow. Uh, moving on, the SEC, number 10, Auburn, 24-6 over Tulane. Uh, number 15, Penn State, beats up on Max Buffalo, 45-13. to Number 16, Oregon, bounces back with a 77-6 win over Nevada after a tough loss to Auburn last week. Uh, Justin Herbert had 310 yards and five touchdowns, so he had a nice game. He continues to uh, be in the Heisman talk and number one draft pick. Number 19, Michigan State, won 51-17 over Western Michigan. Cal, late last night, upsets number 14, Washington, I was not expecting that. They won 20-19, to so Washington goes down early in the season. USC upsets number 23, Stanford, 45-20. That was an impressive uh, score. Both those teams had to start uh, brand-new quarterbacks that started for the first time, and USC's Keaton Slovis won that battle. He was 28-33, 377 yards and three touchdowns, so maybe he keeps that job. 
Uh, Ball State, they uh, had a tough loss for IU last week. They won 57-29 over Fordham. Uh, quarterback Drew Plitt for Ball State had 439 yards, passing six touchdowns. He was 32-40. of 40. Really consistent game there. So Ball State picks up their first win of the year. Purdue picks up their first win of the year. They won 42-24 to over Vanderbilt. They got to play against uh, Riley Neal, former Ball State quarterback. Uh, he's with Vandy now, uh, so that was cool for them. Uh, Purdue quarterback Elijah Sindler, he had 509 yards, five touchdowns, just an unbelievable game. And Rondell Moore, I consider him the best receiver. Uh, maybe Jerry Judy from Alabama has something to say. But Rondell Moore, 13 catches, 220 yards, one touchdown for Purdue yesterday. Uh, IU moves to 2-0. They won 52-0 over Eastern Illinois. And BYU, 29, Tennessee, 26, and two overtimes. So Tennessee falls to 0-2. And it feels like someone's getting fired in there uh, in Tennessee. Because Tennessee, Miami, Vanderbilt, UCLA all start off 0-2. If they lose a couple more, one of those coaches is going to get canned. And uh, those fan bases are not too happy about those start to the seasons right now. I tell you that because those are four uh, passionate uh, Power 5 conference schools. And uh, it's tough seeing them go to 0-2. Um, I mean, the rivals like it, but they don't. Uh, NFL today kicks off full slate of games. Uh, you got Colts at Chargers at 4:05. Can Jacoby Brissett prove to Colts fans that he is the man? Uh, Phillip Rivers will be without Melvin Gordon, but he'll look to torch the Colts' defense. We'll see just how improved the Colts' D is. Uh, one of your games of the night has to be Steelers at Patriots as the Patriots will hang up their banner and their ceremony that they do. That will be at 8.20 tonight on NBC. Uh, Patrick Mahomes travels to the Jaguars. Can the Jaguars' defense get back to its old ways? They got uh, Nick Foles at quarterback, so they're going to be confident on offense, give that defense a little boost. We'll see what happens. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, uh, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, Titans go to the Browns. Browns have all these expectations, all this talk. I tell you what, in the NFL, when you have expectations and everyone's expecting you to win, it doesn't usually go good. So watch out for the Browns. Ravens at Dolphins. Uh, Redskins at Eagles. Uh, everyone is on the Eagles. I tell you, it's crazy. Uh, so uh, all eyes on the Eagles because everyone's picking them to win the Super Bowl and win the NFC. Uh, defending NFC champs Rams. They travel to Cam Newton and the Panthers. Uh, Bengals go to the Seahawks. We'll see how that Seahawks defense looks with Clowney and crew. Uh, Giants go to the Cowboys. Will Zeke look good? Will Amari Cooper look good? Uh, we'll see if their offense looks fun this year. Lions at Cardinals. Kyler Murray, first NFL start in the regular season, will be against Matt Stafford and the Lions. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is back for the 49ers. He'll travel to the Bucks. Uh, and then tomorrow night, Texans at Saints and Broncos at Raiders. Texans and Saints should be a lot of points. Deshaun Watson versus Drew Brees, that'll be fun to watch. And then also, uh, the Raiders, uh, without Antonio Brown, I don't know if you remember me saying last week, I, I was telling fantasy people, if you draft him on the first-round pick, I'd tell you, you're in trouble because I thought he was going to be released. And I figured somebody wasn't going to pick him up this year. figured it was a wasted pick. No, he goes insane. He gets the Raiders to drop him. He doesn't get any money from him, though. But then he gets picked up by the best team in the NFL for the last 10 years with Tom Brady, and their offense is already exploding. And they got uh, Antonio Brown added in. He will not he will not be in there uh, this week versus Steelers, but next week we'll see if Antonio Brown plays, so it'll be fun to watch.
Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. There's your football recaps for the weekend. Uh, we'll probably be posting again on Wednesday for a little previews of the ups- upcoming games for high school and college, and uh, NFL will keep rolling on. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, Taylor Mock is out on this Sunday morning, September 8th. Thanks, guys.